from the yeehaws to the yahoos and everything in between this podcast is for you welcome to the 2023 west virginia mbha state championship we are so excited to get you guys insight from this year's champions come along with us as we get to know the go-round winners hey guys we're here with the second round winner in the second division whitney mclaughlin So we were joking around and Whitney swore that she was a rookie and she wasn't being on her podcast, but then she just happened to blow off her second barrel and here she landed herself in the 2D. Well, thanks for having me, guys. We know you're thrilled. We're really excited to have you on. So tell us a little bit about your horse. My horse is itty bitty her daddy is justin's rare fuel which unfortunately has passed on and her mama is missy k myers which also has passed on which is sad she was owned by kelly stewart and they were congress champions so i'm really excited about the mare power and her bloodline yes for sure that's for sure how long have you owned her I have had her since she was a five-year-old, and she is 11 this year. Okay. And where'd you get her from? John Cox and Tom Cox from Grayson, Kentucky. They raised her and trained her. And how was she Was she finished when you got her? Jonda had fatured her, and I bought her, like, right after she finished. So, I, you know, the maturity year ends in December, and then I bought her, I think, in January. Okay. So, she had been hauled, but then we just finished seasoning her. Awesome. Okay. Gotcha. So, how long have you been barrel racing? Oh, goodness. Well, that's going to make me sound like I'm not as much of a rookie as I am if I tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> because I always tell everybody I'm 29, which may be a stretch, but goodness. I don't know. Let's say... 15 years? Is that right? That sounds like a rookie to me. (laughs) A rookie for 15 years. Exactly. Well, I'm not sure that counts. I think there's another word for that. Let's let's not go there. (laughs) Okay. Well, we appreciate you being on here with us. Um, we wanted to wish you good luck yeah. tomorrow in the Congratulations finals. on your win. Yes, and um, we just want to know, if, is there anybody you'd like to thank for? Yes, I would like to thank John DeCox for letting me get my hands on this horse. And I'd like to thank my husband, Cody, and my parents and family because they're always here for me. Yes, you have a really, really good support system. They yes. definitely are. Yeah. So yep. thanks for letting us interview you, and good luck tomorrow. Yep, good thanks luck. Thanks, you too. We'll see you there. Here with Carla Arthur, our round one, 1D winner. Um, Carla, how are you feeling after that run yesterday? It felt really good. Um, Steve Ewing, the guy that owns her, his whole family came, and uh, it was really emotional for them. They was all super happy, so it made it really special because they was here and they all saw it. Aww. That's awesome. Yeah. And so, um, how long have you had that mare? Um, I, I start, I, the first time I started running her was in 2019 and ran her a season, and then he ended up breeding her to Dash to Fame. And uh, so she set out that whole next year, and then I got her back and started running her again. And uh, then we bred her to Stinger, and then she set out. And I've actually just got her back in August. I was so, going to say, you haven't really yeah. ran her a whole lot. Yeah, so. I just got her back. So That's awesome. And I think she... this is my third run back with her. Wow. Third or fourth run, yeah. And how's she bred? She's got a Frenchman's guy and a Zampar bar mare. Awesome. Yeah. I know that you've had a lot of wins on her and done really well on her. Where did she come from? Did Steve raise her? Yeah, Steve raised her. Oh, he did? Yeah, he actually ran her mom. Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. So how long have you been barrel racing, Carla? For a long time. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to leave it at that. <laughs> that's right. Well, uh, I, started, I think I started barrel racing when I was in third grade. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, had horses cool. my whole life and started barrel racing in third grade. Uh, so I'm 40, so there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. Well, we won't keep you much longer. Congratulations on your win, but we wanted to just see if you wanted to thank anybody. Yeah. Uh, thanks Steve for, uh, letting me, um, 
have Billy and trusted me with her and Doug and the rest of my family. They're all... Uh, you guys just, have an yeah. awesome support system. Yeah. You all do. Yes, yeah, so yeah, I couldn't so. do it without them. Well, we'll be cheering you on tomorrow. All right. Congratulations again and good luck. Yep, thanks. <laughs> See you tomorrow. We're here with the go round number two, winner of the fourth division, Haley Van Meter. We're really excited to have you, Haley. Congratulations on your run. Thank you. Um, we just wanted to start off by asking a little about your horse. Georgia? Well, I always try and get everybody to ride her, and they're like, no, she's evil. Oh, and that's, how we're gonna start. that's how we're going to start. But she's always really good to me, and she's really quirky. But she's always my favorite, and I hate it when I can't ride her. Oh, so that's all those that you enjoy every yeah. time you send her down the alley. Sometimes it takes a takes a special person to get along yeah. with those with those red mares. Yes. So I understand. <laughs> I have one. She's almost pony size, so that's probably why. <laughs> She's got a little pony and red yes. mare action going yeah. on. I understand that. How did you get Georgia? Or tell us a little bit about her um, story. Well, actually, we brought Dooley over from Pauletta Fisher. And we brought Dooley over for me to run, and I was like, he's too rough. I'm not running him. <laughs> and he's really easy to take around the pattern and everything. He's just rough to ride. Yeah. And then I started riding Georgia. Um, she brought her over a few months after, and Eric stopped running her. So I was like, well, maybe I'll try with her. And I did not want a barrel race at oh, all. You did No, I did not. Oh, wow. And then everybody finally convinced me to do it, and... I think that was in 2021. So, and here you are, yeah. and go round. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, really cool. So, um, how long have you been barrel racing then? Just since, yeah, since just 2020. Since 2020. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Well, that's really cool. Um, is there anything else that you want to say about her? Oh, uh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to say anything else. Well, congratulations on your win. Is there anybody you'd like to thank for? Um, I would like to take my, thank my dad for walking her in. And um, <laughs> she tries to run him over every time. <laughs> oh, God bless the, the barrel racing yes. dads. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, good luck in the finals tomorrow. Thank you. And thanks for your luck. time. We might see you tomorrow, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> We're here with Becca Eastridge, our round two 1D winner. Becca, how you feeling after that big win today? Fastest time of the weekend so far? Effing amazing. Uh, I, bet it did. I bet it did. Fastest time of the weekend so far. So tell us a little bit about your horse. She's an idiot most of the time. <laughs> I've seen you warm up. She is. She's an idiot, but she does her job, and that's all I can ask of her. She's She's one of those horses. She looks fun. She's very fun. How's she bred? She is out of a cash not credit daughter, and she's by jail dash to heaven. And how'd you get her? How long have you had her? And... Oh, that's kind of a long story. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. We got some time. I bought her as a unbroke two-year-old, coming three-year-old, from Chuck Givens, who bought her from Judd Little. And sent her to a friend of ours, Cody Akerd, and he broke her. And then I started her on the barrels. So awesome. you've done most of the, tra the barrel I've done everything. Taylor rode her for two weeks because I couldn't get her to run. And that was about it. Yeah, that's but, awesome. Yeah, I've, yeah. Had her, so I've had her since she was three, and she's five. This is her five-year-old year. She's cool. just a, she's a freak. She's one of those horses. Yeah. yeah, she is for sure. Yep. So how long have you been barrel racing? Like 10 years, 11 years. Not very long. Just a baby. I know, just a baby. <laughs> not very long. I've been riding horses my whole life, but not very long. Well, congratulations on your win. Do you want to thank anybody? Because I should thank James Eastridge. <laughs> as yeah. much as you hate He to. did prep the ground for you to run on. And he yelled at me the whole time I was running and told me to get my head out of my ass. <laughs> Of course he did. There you go. It kind of worked. But, and Taylor. I can't forget Taylor. Because she's, she's Taylor. Yep. She's <laughs> Taylor. There isn't anything else to say about Taylor. She's Taylor. She needs no explanation. No. Yeah. She's Taylor. 
Well, good luck tomorrow, and maybe we'll see you in the winter circle. I hope so. <laughs> we'll see. We're here with the first go around 3D champion Don Cutlip. How are you doing today, Don? I'm peachy. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after your win yesterday, right? Yeah, and the first run back since the beginning of June. Awesome. Oh. I didn't realize that. Yeah, we were dealing with limes, so she's oh. had some time off, and it done her well because she felt pretty good. Awesome. And she ran a seven or a sixteen seven one two, and then the next day ran a sixteen seven one three. So. Oh, well, you can't get more consistent than <laughs> <Yeah>. that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. No, so she's like, "Mom, I got this." So I'm like, "Okay, great, let's go." <laughs> Tell us her name and a little bit about her. It's French Pearl, and I went um, in 2017 to clear to Minnesota, drove 21 hours to go check her out, and I was actually there to see another one, but uh, that one popped out in the woods. She was running like a little uh, little rocket in and out of the trees, and I just told Scott, I said, I can't leave that one. <laughs> so she's in my barn and we'll be there forever <laughs> and how she bred she her daddy is annie up guy which is out of frenchman's guy and um her mom is fleetest out of mr eye opener awesome oh, cool so how long have you been barrel racing oh gosh 20 some years 20 some years wow you're not yeah. going to be like Whitney and say you're still a rookie after 15 years. <laughs> I, no. <laughs> That's what Whitney tried to tell us. She was a rookie yesterday. And no. then we asked her and she said, oh, man, like like 15 years or 10 years or something. <laughs> no. I, said, I don't think that's a rookie anymore, Whitney. <laughs> it was it was right before I turned 30 and now I'm 50. So it was about 30 or yeah, 20, 20 some years. I can't even do math. <laughs> it's early in the morning. It's fine. And I'm halfway through my coffee. So. <laughs> so you just, you didn't grow up on horses? I did not, but I always had this um, fascination with them. And I actually grew up in Indiana. I was from West Virginia, but we'd come here on vacation to visit family and whatnot. And um, we're related to Steve Duckworth and uh, my Uncle Ronnie and Ken. I would always, you know, we'd go over there and visit and whatnot. And just, I was the kind that had the, the posters of the horses on the wall when my sister had guys in bikini shorts running <laughs> on the beach. I mean, it was just, they were, I was always passionate about them. And then it wasn't until after I got married that I got my first one and... From then on, poor Scott, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it at that, poor Scott. <laughs> poor Scott, yeah. Uh, yeah, and now his granddaughter is getting bit by the bug, so poor again, Scott. poor Scott. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that gives people hope. That's really cool that you don't necessarily have to grow up on horses nope. to, to nope. do it. No, nope. just, and you either got it in you or you don't got it in you. I mean, it's, yep. and when you do... Bless your heart. <laughs> oh, my. Is that not the truth? Bless your heart, because it's, it's not a passing thing, and it's um, it's definitely a, I know, some people will say an obsession, but I don't like to look at it as that. I like to look at it as a passion. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. we have to be passionate about what we do, because we're crazy. <laughs> Amen. Amen to that. Well, we appreciate your time. We won't keep you any longer, but good luck today. And Thank maybe you. we'll get to interview you for the, the finals win. Oh, thing. that'd be dandy. Yeah. <laughs> I, that'd be dandy. I've been blessed this weekend. We we got back, and then we also had both runs the fastest drag and got two little prizes for that. So, cool. uh, so you're on a roll. We're, we're, Let's just keep it rolling right yes. into Sunday, right? <laughs> That's right. <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> would you like to thank anybody? God. God's with me every step of the, the way, and without him, I am nothing. So, praise the Lord. Yep. Yes. Amen. All right. Well, well good luck Storm. today, and thanks for being on here. Yep. yep. Welcome. <laughs> We're here with the official tractor men of the West Virginia MBHA State Show, Brian Skaggs, Timmy Withrow, and James Eastridge. Woohoo! What's up? How are y'all? <laughs> what are y'all doing? <laughs> All right, guys, so start off by telling us what it takes to prepare for a show like this. A lot of sleep. 
<laughs> beforehand? A lot of sleep beforehand? Yeah, a lot of sleep beforehand. You don't get much during the show, do you? No, you don't get no sleep. So how many days before the show do you need to prep the ground correctly? Um, coming into Canvas, it's been a little simpler lately mm-hmm. due to the amount of activity here. Right. Um... I'm averaging about four hours of preparation time, which is really good because I've used to be like used three, to be a whole days. day or two days just to get where we're at in a day now. And so, because I don't think people understand truly what goes into it. So before, how much wa- how much water did you put on the ground? Do you put on the ground the first to- like the first when you first initially it would yes it would take. How many gallons is in that truck, Tim? That's a 5,000 gallon 5,000 gallons. So, two loads. So, 10,000 10, gallons, gallons of, of water. water to prep that rain. That's yeah. just to get started. Yeah. And then, how often, typically, does it still take about 10,000 gallons now, even with all the activity that's going on? It's probably redu- reduced to five. To one truck, one load. truck yes. load. So, you can get the ground prepped and a day then yep. typically now but before it would take day before probably yes a full day before hours okay before hours of just water drag water drag and you guys are using two tractors right yes yeah. what's your preferred equipment um well i mean we we do use a four-in-one <laughs> reveal uh, <laughs> um, oh, oh. <laughs> you guys are going to get a few laughs out of them. <laughs> yeah. No, no, the, this is, this ground that we drag here at the state show is clay. So you're limited on kind of what you should use. A four in one reveal is probably the best tool to use here just because of the type of ground it is. And, and go ahead, Timmy. Sorry. And how the the four in one reveal is made. Now, on that drag, it's it's the best drag around here that you have to use. It's not like sand or something like that, where it's it's hard clay. It's hard on the teeth. It's hard on you know the drag itself. James, I know this is something that your wife requires you to do quite often at home, probably. Yeah, I'm a hater. Uh, <laughs> you do not. <laughs> oh, let's not forget Becca should probably be in here because she does drag. Yeah, she is a drag queen. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, so, how often do you guys water during a show? Here. Depends. Yeah, depends on the weather. You can't you can't say you can't give a fifty or a hundred or a hundred and fifty horses. You have to go by the actual. Um, I didn't spit on you, did I? <laughs> Studio conditions here uh, for our interview. We we got three grown ass men in the back of a car. <laughs> So, two women in the front. Yeah, hopefully we're, this podcast. We, we will post a picture of the three grown ass men in the back of the car. Yeah. I promise. So be looking a, for that. A man in the middle. We're hoping the as we go, yeah. our studio conditions also grow. Yeah. Wind is our fault, Support the podcast so the tractor men don't have to sit in the car next time. Yeah. Yeah. We're abused. We're always abused. Yeah. We're. Okay. So, what else okay. can you guys tell us about the ground and what your job entails? It's a nerve-wracking job. Anybody that's ever done it knows that. Yes. And so, Brian, what do you what do you watch when horses when horses run? You, I have to pay attention, or I try to pay attention to how horses are running. You, uh, we pay attention to the pockets a lot, how horses are handling the ground in their turns. And do you watch the rider, or you watch... I don't pay attention to the riders. We don't even know who runs. I watch no. the horse's feet. I don't yep. think I look at the the rider at all. We, we know who's running, but we don't care. So you... We, watch, we, we watch the horse's feet, we're watching, and... We don't want nobody you, to slip, nobody to fall. Yep. We that's, don't, 
really the only time we know what rider is coming. If somebody falls, we're like, oh, crap, there's Billy Joe on the ground. Let's go help him. Yep. So you talked about the pocket watching it. What do you mean by that? Um, the depth, the, uh, the way the horses turn if they're sliding. Um, there are things you can do to, to fix that if it does come to that. You try to do your best. Sometimes the ground can get away from you. It can happen to anybody. Big shows, small shows. The yeah. main thing is, I think, to pay attention. And if you didn't pay attention, then I don't think you would know what to do to correct your issues. Right. Safety to, of the horse. Yeah. Try to catch it within a drag as yeah. opposed to... I'm actually sitting in the car with the one person that hit the ground the hardest <laughs> while I was dragging. <laughs> Ashley, my goodness, yeah, that one. I think that one was an eye opener. You're still for me. scarred from it, aren't oh, you? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah. another and it, thing that you can you can always do, and, and Brian he taught me this a few years ago, was if you hear the horse's feet running, then you know that it's hard panned underneath. You should not hear a certain noise that thump. It should be gradual. You should be able to just let them go, and they're fine. But once you hear that hard pan thump underneath, you know that it's packing underneath that you need to get in there and rip it out. Holly's not used to a thump. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if you guys think that these guys don't care about the ground, whenever that happened and I fell... Brian called me that night with some tears in his eyes because of it, and it wasn't his fault. Um, but I think I think it's really easy to sit in the bleachers and blame the tractor drivers or you know for the ground. But I think we need to realize how much these guys actually care and how much they do um, to keep you and your horses safe. So when you guys are sitting in the bleachers and you're watching and you're starting to see horses slip when these guys are in the pen, I guarantee you it won't happen for more than a drag. So really, 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 really be appreciative of the three guys that you have on the tractor. And there's also not a line of people willing to drag at these shows. So we need to be appreciative of that too. And if the ground conditions aren't perfect or safe for you, your horse that's your decision 100 percent. i've went to a barrel race five hours saw horses fall i had already paid my entries didn't ask for a refund turned around and left you know you're you're entitled to that but we you know i encourage everyone to be respectful to them because these guys really care they try their hardest and they're just doing the best that they can and this isn't a fun job this is it's not a fun job for them they don't get very many bathroom breaks they have to have people bringing food they also are you know they're running horses or their kids and their wife's running horses and they have other things to do so it's not fun they literally do this because they want to keep everybody safe so we just really want everybody to kind of understand we want to do a whole episode with these guys um so that maybe you guys can understand what they're dealing with and understand actually how knowledgeable they are about the ground and their equipment that they're using we love our wives we love our kids <laughs> we love everybody we don't want to see nobody slip nobody right. fall nobody get hurt i don't want to see nobody fall yep i'd like to have about 10 more trainees whenever i started dragging here it was probably 2010, I'm going to say, mm-hmm. at this facility. Mm-hmm. I made a lot of trips in there, and then and then Timmy came along, and James came along. I'm glad they're helping me because I do not okay. want to do this by myself, and right. I'd, I'd like to have more people step up and want to learn. Right. Yeah, because, because it's not just dragging dirt. None of us no. knew until we got in there and started. you got to be willing but knowledgeable. And if you come up to one of us, we – I – personally like to see people learn and, and absolutely uh both of these guys in the last two years has come a long ways well, i'd like to I quit think... <laughs> we're wanting to quit I'm that's good. what i'm getting yeah. at yeah let's quit. quit we need and uh young preferably so that yeah i'll teach young well and to your point brian i think that it's good you know i do know mm-hmm. one or two names that come to mind that are stepping up and trying to learn and and trying to get to where you guys are and that doesn't happen overnight so i think right. that it's awesome that we do have a a few and i think that we need to give them grace in their learning and 
you know, it's not something they can perfect over. And if they, if Grace and learning, oh, we're Woo! getting all freaking personal here. <laughs> Woo! I, I will say this, though. Told if, you guys if, it'd be interesting. If you want, if you do want to learn or if you're wanting to get into this, we are approachable. Come and talk to us. Okay, so Brian. <laughs> Tell us, just tell us quickly. Who can you who, give us a wrap it up? Who or? taught you? Who taught you how to? Where? When did you start learning how to drag? Who taught uh, you? Nobody. So did I'll you t- see a problem and you decided? No, it started with Bob Fraley. I don't know if you guys had mentioned Bob Fraley <laughs> on your podcast yet. Not yet, but it, we will. Hill. Bob Fraley you'll, you'll is a good about Bob motherfucker. Fraley. Bob Bob Fraley <laughs> top notch is a legend. He's a, he's he a hell of a dude. <laughs> I was at a show down at, at his house. Bob Fraley. Is a legend in 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 barrel racing. He's been around a long time. He he's why a lot of us uh, do what we do. And was down there at a show, and he there was nobody on the tractor. We showed up to run, and nobody was on the tractor. And he, I was like, Bobby, who who's dragging? He's like, Oh, you are, Brian. <laughs> so it just kind of got volunteered and uh, voluntold. Yeah, voluntold, and, and that's how a lot of us get into it. And I just had to, we just picked up and went with it. And uh, who's helped you along the way? That's Ooh, a long list. I, I'm speechless. Oh, it's like, my help, speechless. Help, help me drag or taught me. Just taught you maybe even a thing or two, or just watching them, or I can't think of anyone. You can't. No. So, so you're self-made. Yeah. I mean, I watch, pay attention to people what do it. What other people but, are doing. Uh, yeah. I mean, equipment is just, it's it's ours. It's it's how many times you've been around the ring, basically, and running it. You have to have a feel for it and have some knowledge, but experience. Yeah. And uh, just getting in there and going. Uh, I don't think anybody really taught me in particular. So. What about you, Timmy? I know that Brian has said that you... Uh learned under him but had you had any experience before that or is brian no. the only one to help you out <clears throat> brian and laura white i mean they oh, they yeah. literally <laughs> threw me in the yeah. fire and oh, said yeah. Yeah, you want to yeah. you want to come in here laura said you want to learn there there's brian i'm gonna go over here in the office me and brian drag for a while i'm gonna kick your ass exactly. yes yeah I, now that you did mention that, yeah, I would say that I've probably picked up some things from Laura. She's yeah, a heck she's of a heck of a tractor. I mean, I was driving when I tracked her when I started with her, but I, I, yeah, looking back, I could say that she probably had some influence. Yeah. What about you, James? Who taught you, Becca? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you! drag at the house, Becca and Taylor would be like, "That's rough." Yeah. So just mini redos. Yeah, you just put up with the two yeah. I gotta put up with. <laughs> And now I'm starting in the other one. And she's even meaner than the other two. <laughs> How about that dirt bike? Uh, I remember you said uh, she'd be in the dirt bikes and not a horses. That it ain't out working out good. <laughs> <laughs> dirt bike is out. So now Braley's perfecting your tractor driving every day? Braley's a little punk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is. And she's the boss of the whole circus. She's the she? boss. Yep, she's the boss. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to quit. But I, I mean, I'll tell you this is, if if you know us three here, you know, it gets tiresome to us too because we have full time jobs. We work all week, and then we have to come for a big show like the state show. It's hard on us physically, mentally, exhausted, and then we have to turn right around and go back to work Sunday or Monday morning. Yeah. But we have fun. Oh, we love it. Or we, we wouldn't do it. As you we can hear, we yes. have lots of fun. We have oh, lots yes. of fun. And we, they definitely love, love it because it is way too much work not to. Is there anything else that you guys would like to say to wrap this up? Or um, I'd like to actually say thanks to James. I mean, he hauled his tractor out here. His yeah. wife did. He, You know, they go out of their way to, to yeah, bring their equipment James. out. Um, That's a big, big help. We can't do this without... Uh, a couple tractors the ranch had one break down and they had to kind of bring theirs last minute and and i'm telling you that means a lot (laughs) all right well guys thanks for coming in and sitting at our fancy office with us and thanks for keeping us safe and doing all that you do and we are going to have these guys on for a real episode so if you guys can think of any questions or whatever then um send them to us and we'll Uh, We'll get them answered for you. 
It's finals day. Let's get to know this year's champions. We're back with your 2023 West Virginia MBHA 1D state champion, Carla Arthur. Carla, tell us a little bit about your run and how that felt today. Today, it was good. Uh, All weekend, Jerry's been in the top three, and uh, I haven't really got a good first barrel with him yet, so I knew if I got the first barrel hooked, then it would be a good run. So he went down there, and he finally hooked the first for me. Awesome. You did have a, a good one. We were sitting right behind you and knew you got your first. Oh, we were yeah. Like, Come on. Yeah, we, we were. I needed your four, Carla. I needed that. <laughs> yes, yes. Holly won the 3D because of that four. So you give Jerry an extra cheat, okay? All right. All right. <laughs> all right. So tell us a little bit about your horse. Well, we raised him. Uh, I used to run his dad. And uh, actually, when he was born, um, he came out with the full weight seat and the blaze and we had actually been to a psychic probably 10 years before that and the psychic told us that we was going to get a horse with full weight seat and the blaze and it was going to be the best thing since fried chicken oh, but anyhow, wow. you, I'm, I'm sure all of you already know uh, me and Jerry really have a love-hate relationship <laughs> uh, there you go that is, I did not know that. That is, that is pretty cool though. Well, I think, I think that it's really special that, um, he carried you to this state title when Stinger had to sit out, you know, it's cool that he could step in and I'm sure that means a lot to your dad too. So. Oh, it, it did. And my dad was crushed because last year, you know, Jerry won both go rounds and I knocked in the finals. So I still catch heck over that from him. <laughs> He says I did it intentionally so my horse could win. Uh, Yeah, and that win, that win today, I just came out balling because it meant so much. I'll start crying now. Um, But I wanted that for my dad. Yeah. Yeah. And not a lot of people know, but he was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, and I just wanted that bad. Oh, I'm so sorry. So, so sorry, Carla. Yeah, I didn't know that, but I'm glad that he got that win then. And he still holds the arena record. So that's pretty cool that he can have that and the West Virginia State Championship. So really cool. Yeah. So um, I know you told us yesterday, but remind us how long you've been barrel racing. Oh, I started when I was in third grade. So however old third grader is. <laughs> I'm 40 now. Oh. Well, um, we, we tried to get your dad on here, but um, we, you did give us a little clip, and it was probably better than the interview would have been anyway. So um, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll post that along with this um, on our okay. page. So I appreciate you sending that to us. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Is there anyone well, you would like to thank in particular for this run? My dad, because there's been so many times I've wanted to give up on that horse. And he keeps pushing for me to ride it. I've, Like I said, me and him kind of have a love-hate relationship. But this year, um, we he has been doing a lot better for me. So I've kind of adapted to him and learned how to ride him. And actually, when, when I put a set of blinders on him, I've done so much better with him, so that has helped me tremendously. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. He, so I get a lot along a lot better with him now since that. Yeah, I think. I mean, this year has definitely been the most consistent that I've seen you guys, and he's such a nice horse, and you're an awesome rider. So, well, congratulations, Carla, once again, and thank you for letting us interview. Yep, thank you. We're here with your West Virginia MBHA 2023 Youth 1D Champion and also Open 2D Champion, Alexis Wolf. She also, you were also third in the 1D in the youth as well, right? You've had a good weekend for sure, cleaning house, girl. Good job. So tell us a little bit about your run. How did you think it went and what did you feel? Um, I just really felt... Whenever I ride my horses, I just feel the adrenaline and how much power they have and how much they enjoy to really, like, get in the dirt and just love. And just, it just feels amazing. It feels amazing when you can, you turn around those barrels and you're just coming home and you just feel great. 
it's just that amazing feeling. And then you're just coming home, coming out of the alleyway, and then you just, it makes you feel like you want to cry. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's hard to explain. It's, you just have to do it for yourself. Like, when you turn those barrels, you, you your heart stops for a minute. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> and then they just come around those barrels so hard, and then when I was going, when I was riding her, when I was coming in, she was just she blasted in. And when she turned that first, I could tell that it was going to be a really nice run. Yeah. And it just... Sometimes you can just feel it. That's why they call it a money barrel, I guess. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about both horses, I guess. You placed on both of them, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So this horse, Sassy, so I've had her ever since I was eight years old. Oh, wow. And I've been running her. She's been, she got me to where I am now. And... I actually won my first saddle, well, no, I won my first buckle on her. She's just, she's been, it's been a long, great journey. And she's just, she, she's definitely my heart horse. And Tess, she, I actually just, we got her this year? Last, uh, last, fall. last fall. Okay. She's beaten, beaten her. <laughs> and she's just, she, she's so hard to ride. She's, she, so, Fallon Taylor, uh-huh. Jolie Montgomery, you cherried her for a oh, year wow, cool. and like you cannot touch her going around those barrels she's just she's she a turn she's, she's a turny turny but this weekend she really showed me how good she truly was well that's awesome it sounds like a great step up horse and you guys have a bright future mm-hmm. so um tell us a little bit more what are their names and do you know so, how they're bred this this is sassy convinced by perks Dash for perks and convincing prince. Convincing prince was her dad. He was on the track. Okay, okay great. Cool. She was actually she got the short of this. Like her dad was like sixteen hands, <laughs> and her mom was like also sixteen hands, tiny. She's like <laughs> small but mighty. So that definition of small but mighty. This is Tess, infamous gold digger, and um, hard gold cash. Hard gold cash. Well, um, firewater flit. Firewater flit. Those firewater flits, you gotta love them. Yes. Oh, for we sure. actually have a stud at home. He's amazing. Yeah. Gotta love those firewater flits. She they are awesome. Tiny, tiny, love her. Love <laughs> and so, how long have you been barrel racing? Ever since I was two. Oh, oh wow! wow. So and how old are you now? Thirteen. Awesome. awesome. Well, congratulations. Thank we you. won't keep you much longer. But is there anyone that you would like to thank? I would like to thank my mom and my dad, and God and. <laughs> Triple Crown, Equal Pride, Equal Gold. Equal Gold, we use them every single time before our runs. They're amazing. Equal Gold helps with their horses through everything. Theraplate. Theraplate just helps them with all their muscles and all their pains. And it just it even helps with colic, too. Yeah. It's amazing. And back on track. Put it on your horses, throw them on the trailer, and it literally just keeps their muscles so loose. And it helps my horses run so much faster. Well, once again, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Alexis wanted to add a little bit more about why this win meant so much to her. So let's hear that now. Okay, so last Friday, one of my first horses that I ever started out on had actually passed away. And it was really hard for us to actually come here this weekend. But I could feel that he was actually really here with us, and he helped me through all of this, and he helped me with this. And he was just amazing. He... Won me my first saddle. He won me Martha Josie's saddle. He he was her best friend. He Aww. won me saddles. He won me three saddles, and um, he was only 21, and he just he passed away. And those Leslie Willis horses really get yeah. to you. Yeah. And like they did this he, one him. This, this was this was his show. Well, such a touching story. Thank you again, yeah. and congratulations. Yes. I'm glad you added that. The 2023 MBHA. Open 3D state champion, Holly Withrow. How are you today, Holly? I'm doing good. Hey, can you um, walk us through your run a little bit today? Yeah, so it was really exciting. It was our fastest run to date with um, all barrels up. She is a pretty cool horse and will go just about any speed you ask her. And she feeds off energy. So, um, I had to give her, show her my whip a little bit going in and that definitely helped. Um, but I'm really excited for her future and mine together. She has so much more to give and I have a lot of learning to do and growth as a rider. So it just makes me really excited and it was a fun run. Holly, tell us about your horse. 
Her name is JRF Firewater Bernice. We actually make fun of her old lady name sometimes, but we love it. Um, She is by Justin's Rare Fuel, and running on Firewater is her mom, which is a Firewater Flit mare. Um, I actually got the opportunity to ride her a handful of times before she became mine. I got her from a friend. um, Her name is Sarah Helmick. She has had a hand in two of my favorite horses, um, Reese and Bernice. So we always joke around and say that Sarah's going to have to have a hand in my babies because I want them to be like those two mares. So that's really special to me. She was at Ashley Hamrick's house where Sarah keeps her horses and I um, got to ride her and be around her and she was just a joy and I really liked her. So when Sarah said that she was selling her, Ashley um, got the idea for me to try her and I just knew that we would really really get along she was so solid around her barrels and we just knew that she needed some speed and we had no doubt that that was there if you just look at her bloodlines and how her siblings run you know that she can do it so that is how that came to be the rest is history and fun fact, I just bought a full sibling to her in the spring. So I have a two-year-old. Yeah, so you can be so really excited I, about I, that. Her niece is awesome, so I'm really excited about that. So that takes us to how long have you owned her? We have had her for a year now. Um, my husband, Timmy, rode her last fall, and then we take the winter off, so no one rode her, and then he came back this spring and early into the summer, just trying to add some speed, because he's really good at that. Um, I've been running her, actually, for about six weeks. You mean you stole her, kind of? I, I a kind little, of. A little bit. I kind of stole actually, her Actually, Timmy stole her. Timmy first. <laughs> I did tell her. him from the very beginning, she is mine, that you is can't true. have her, and actually, it's really funny. It's really funny because Timmy wanted nothing to do with her until he started running in the 1D with her, and then he didn't want to give her back. So, yes, I technically stole her, but she was mine first. <laughs> so how long have you been barrel racing, Holly? That's a hard question for me to answer. I guess I would say 10 years. I've been around barrel racing for 10 years, and I've tried to barrel race for 10 years. <laughs> I've had a lot of uh, downs, more so than ups, and so um, – yeah, I've, I guess you could say 10 years, but realistically, I've probably had about two years straight. Is there anyone put you'd together like to thank? Yes. First, I want to thank God. I um, am a big believer in him, and whether you see it or not on a daily basis, he is involved in my life, and I think that he... Um, you know, makes this possible for me. And so I'm really thankful for that, that we're able to get the opportunity to do what we love. Um, I also want to thank my husband. He is always there for me, uh, whether I like to admit it or not. He does the majority of the caretaking of the horses. <laughs> so without him, um, I wouldn't be able to do what I do. And he's my biggest fan. And then I want to thank my friend circle. Um, as I've mentioned you know, it, I've had a lot of downs, and without my friends to pick my sucker up when I throw it in the dirt, I wouldn't be able to do what I do, so, so true. thank you guys. It's very important. Well, Holly, this was a big win, and we're so very fun. happy for you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> All right, guys, we're here with your 2023 West Virginia MBHA 4D champion, Heidi Brady. Heidi, take us through your run a little bit and tell us how it felt. Well, you know, the starters, I um, actually borrowed the horse. It wasn't mine. It was a friend of mine. Oh. My main horse is battling Lyme disease. Oh, no. So we're kind of done for this year and actually was not going to come at all. A friend of mine's like, oh, take the horse, go run. Like, no, I don't want to run. And they kept telling me, go, oh, you need to go, you need to go. And I'm like, you know what, I'll go. I paid, I came. And I was like, you know what, I'm just grateful to be here. Grateful to have the opportunity to even be able to show this year. Right. This year, I was really kicked my rear end left and right. Aww. We went in. We did have a very good run Friday night. We came in Saturday, and it wasn't very fast. I think it was like a 17 5 something. It's like, oh, I'm not going to make it back. Then everybody messaged me, oh, you made it, you made it. I'm like, all right, you know what? This is the first time I made it since I was probably 16, 17 years old. And I'm 26 <laughs> now, so it's been a long time coming. But I 
and then we were sitting, and I needed to call it around that was it fifteen four uh-huh. something. I had a seventeen four eight zero. So so I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, somebody needs to run it. Somebody needs to run it. And then Carla came in, and she set me perfect right now. So everything, I I cried. Oh, it's, been, it's been a long year, and it's been a long time coming, but I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for Cody. I'm grateful for everybody that got me here. So, yeah, awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so I know that you borrowed the horse, but tell us um, what you know about the horse. Who'd you borrow it from? I borrowed the horse from my best friend, Cody Miller. She, uh, Chessie's probably 13, 14 years old, just old grade paint mare, but she's oh. consistent. And this weekend, I actually started riding the last two weeks it was last minute decision hey you know let's go ride so we took the last two weeks we it every day to get her legged up and we're not in very good shape but <laughs> as big as she is we came in and she laid down some pretty awesome runs yeah that's so really cool that you can go in there and just jump ride a horse like that and pretty well <laughs> have some good luck with it so. yes and i've never ran her before until this weekend so that was oh. also very very cool so, yeah so that was it. that's that's awesome yeah. so how long have you been barrel racing I've been racing, shoot, probably since I was 12, 13 years old. I'm 26 now. Okay. So, good while. But this is probably one of my biggest accomplishments so far. And I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for everybody pushing me to be here. And, of course, Cody pushing me and Mary telling me, don't give up, keep going. Because this year, I'm telling you, it sucks. Well, it takes a huge support system with horses. It does. It is a mental game. If it was not for my village, I would not be here right now. I, I understand. Totally grateful for them. I just, I've cried. I'm just it's been a blessed day well, on that awesome. note um do you want to specifically shout out to any of them and thank them for i want to say quick cody i told her i was like can I, can I hug you now or can i hug you later <laughs> like you know i just i didn't want to let go of her i'm just i'm so so thankful for her loaning me a horse let me you know stay in her trailer and her jacob of course him supporting me and paying for everything <laughs> and everything and then mary mary Curian, she's my biggest blessing Tell me not to give up and keep going. And, you know, God has a plan for everybody. And I'm a firm believer in that. And this weekend, I needed this weekend because I was ready to throw the towel in. Yeah. I was done with it. But I just, if it wasn't for my village, I wouldn't be here. (laughs) I'm just grateful for them all. Well, that's why we wanted to do this podcast because, like, you know, nobody except the people right around you would know that. And I don't think sometimes... People see you winning or they see you losing, but they don't understand the story behind it. And it and your story could be a blessing to somebody else, and maybe they're getting ready to do the same thing, and they're like, you know, maybe somebody will keep going because of your story. If so, it, like I said, if it wasn't for Cody, I wouldn't be here, and I wasn't gonna come. It took her to twist my arm to make me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm so thankful she did because I just, it's, I needed this weekend. This is yeah. what I needed to bring me back, and my dolly's out, and I'm just, I'm blessed, I'm grateful, and. I mean, I just, I'm, I have no words for it. I'm just, but when they announced my name, my jaw dropped, and I was like, there's no way. I was like, there's no way. But, well, we're really, really happy for you. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much for taking time to interview with us, thank and you. congratulations. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you in the next one. We're here with your 2023 West Virginia NBHA 1D state champion in the senior division, Crystal Browning. Crystal, tell us how your run felt. The run felt great today. Um, she went in there really ready to work. I was kind of concerned because it was our third day out, but um, she didn't let me down. She went in and ran her heart out, and you know, I'm just so proud of her. She's such a nice horse, and you do a good job jockeying her. Tell us a little bit about her. What's her name and how she's bred? How did you get her? Um, Penny came from a lady named Bert Skimmelhorn uh, in Tennessee. Bert's helped me find a couple of really nice horses. Penny is out of a horse um, called BHR Frenchy Socks. Her name is PT Barefoot and Famous, and Marnie Lusnort raised this horse and protruded her her four- and five-year-old year. year. Uh, Burke got her and rode her till she was about seven, and when she decided to sell her, I had the opportunity, and I snatched her up. I couldn't be more happy. Good choice for sure. It was an awesome choice. So how long have you been barrel racing, Crystal? Uh, I started showing horses when I was about 20 years old. And um, about, I don't know, when I was about 30 years old, I'm looking at all these barrel racers out here having so much fun. And I thought, you know, I think I really want to try that. So I really didn't start barrel racing until I was about 30, I guess. So I've been doing it almost 30 years. Wow, that's awesome. And 
you're still on the top after 30 <laughs> years, so that's awesome. Uh, well, you know, it, it takes a good horse to keep you where you are. It does, but it takes somebody to take care of them to keep them on top, too. And, and we do try our best to take good care of our horses, and we have a lot of good friends that support us and a lot of people with uh, the knowledge to help us keep her where she is. Awesome, Crystal. Thank you for interviewing with us. Is there anybody that you would like to thank? You know, more than anything, of course, I want to thank God for his blessings and everything that he's bestowed upon us. But secondly, my husband, he's my biggest supporter. I love him dearly, and I could not do this without him. And also, my biggest fan is my sister, Judy. Love her dearly. <laughs> she is. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, thank you, Crystal. Congratulations. Thank you, ladies. We're here with your 2023 Senior 2D West Virginia NBHA State Champion, Larry Hokum. Larry, can you take us through your run? How did it feel? What did you think about it? Well, it felt good. Everything was good. My horse run good. He turned good. And I come back out on my horse. That's always a good run. Yes, that's for sure. Now tell us a little bit about your horse, his name, and how long you've been running him, how long you've had him, where did he come from? Well, I got him out of Indiana at Mr. Martini Bar. I've had him seven years, and he's been the same through the whole seven years. You, you just don't find horses like him every day. Watched Tigger run for many, many years, and he's just one of those horses. He is one of those horses. Yeah, he's very nice. So, how long have you been barrel racing? Uh, 22, 23 years, something. Long time. Uh, it's been a long time. <laughs> All right, Larry, we won't keep you much longer. Is there anyone that you would like to thank? Well, I'd like to thank the Lord. You know, He's always blessed me. Uh, I've got good kids good grandkids, good wife, you know, man can, and good horses. Man can't ask for any more than that. Yep. Amen. That's well, thank you, Larry. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. We're here with your 2023 West Virginia MBHA Senior 3D Champion, Sue Johnson. Congratulations, Sue. Thank you so much. <laughs> I really appreciate that. So walk us through your run. Let us know how that went and what you felt. Uh, like just today or the, yeah. like the last few? Just today? Mm -hmm. That's well, I felt like a ding dong. <laughs> when I went into the arena, I felt like a ding dong. Because this is not my forte. Barrel racing is not my forte. Um, the only time I can ever enjoy anything is after I leave the first. When I leave the first, I'm like, oh, well. Okay, roll. <laughs> and, and I mean, you know, y'all's time's different than my time. I am so flipping happy and to have, happy. I'm so happy to have a 17 what the heck ever run. <laughs> it, um, it, and today, when Scott's like, oh my gosh, well, you're in the senior 3D. You would have thought I won the Olympics. <laughs> well, you did. You, 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 you won the, the horse Olympics. Well, yeah. and you know, it's, uh, as you, as you get faster, you start finding places that you suck more. <laughs> and apparently, oh, I, I, I freaking suck at the first barrel because I'm going to fall off every daggone time. It's because you become more competitive. Well, if Ashley Hamrick had not made me fix that first barrel, I didn't know, number one, I didn't know I had an issue until I did. And now I'm like, well, what would Ashley say? She'd say, well, if I was you, I would probably ride a little better than that. And, I, and every time I'm like, well, that kind of sucks. You don't suck. No. You, you have improved. Awesome you have improved all year. And you have a big cheering base whenever you run. For old people. <laughs> you know what? These old, pe these, these old people don't need to be going that fucking freaking fast. <laughs> I mean, I, if I was old, my, my one advice to these old people is slow the hell down. <laughs> well, I mean, wouldn't you tell them to slow down? No. Well, we're, we're out horses. We're living life on the edge, Sue. So. And you are, too, because when you come out, you're like, that wasn't fast enough. Yeah. So, uh, number one, I'm like, oh, sh did I stay on? Oh, good goodness gracious. <laughs> well, tell us about your 
about your horse. What's her name? How'd you get her? Her name is uh, Double Lena Gold. Her bar name is Delaray. I got her. I got her in um, 2020. She was four years old. She was a, a child's hunt seat horse. The only thing that horse knew was to go very slowly. Thank God. In <laughs> an arena, she she had no steering, and I love that. I love it because I'm old and I don't do barrel racing. So, with the help of Nikki, started trying. I started trying. And then, you know what? You throw a little sprinkle of this and that with your friends in, and it's like, well, for the love of Pete, is there any way we could go a little faster without going faster? And Ashley Hamrick is like, well, if you'd clean some stuff up, Sloppy Joe. <laughs> well, I mean, for the love of Pete, if you can't ride faster, Sloppy Joe, then you need to fix some things. And I was like, she's good at that, isn't she? Oh, you want to talk about her? And I don't have feelings. If I had feelings, should have hurt them, but I don't have them. So, so there's that. Yeah, but look, now you're the state champion. Uh, in the freaking 3D, old people, uh, watch me go go. That's what I'm saying. Listen, that's an accomplishment. Uh, consider where there's I'm people like. that would love to be where you are. You know what? There's people that would love to wake up every morning and do what we do. Yes, they yes. would. And I, you know what? I don't think any of us are thankful enough for that. We're not. You're 100% no. right. There yeah. are people who would just love to have a horse, let alone do what we do. Exactly. And, um, I, I can't freaking believe that you guys want to talk to Ding Dong. <laughs> Our West Virginia MBHA senior. Oh, the old people. We're, we're talking to the old people. And no, y'all and y'all don't know what you mean to me. Um, well, we're in your fan club. Where, your where the hell else is there? <laughs> I like it. No, there we no. go. Uh, I like it. I, I really appreciate y'all. And um, you know, if you're go if you're going to do this, you've got to find people that you can look up to. Yeah. And if you can't look up to them, and you can't do a little better each time, and I never, I never knew that you could do a little better each time until a little bit ago. And it's like, oh, for the love of Pete, well, guess what? You didn't know you were falling off at the first. You didn't know you were doing this. You didn't know. And then that's, even though this weekend's times weren't good, I feel like I made great strides of, oh, my goodness, I almost fell off. Well, can you fix it? I don't know, can we? But you handled it. Well, and you went on. Did did set back up and you know when you hear people screaming set up, what the hell does that mean? Well, I don't know. <laughs> you learned though this week. I what actually it meant. did learn what it meant because <laughs> it means like don't fall, don't off. fall, off. and you didn't. You didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Well, ladies, thank you all. Y'all, y'all are the best. Is there anyone in particular that you would like to thank before we let you go? Number one would be my daughter, Nikki. Mm -hmm. And I would like to have a huge shout out to Nikki. If it weren't for her, I would never have done this. Um, Ashley, Holly, Scott. You know, he, he, whether he wants to admit it or not, Scott is your biggest cheerleader. There is a reason he is analyzing those numbers down to the T. Well, and he might not say it. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for, you know, the experience with Lexi this year. It is awesome. Yeah, that's really I'm, cool when you're going to go with your niece and you just know, enjoy it. It's, um, uh, I'm, I'm, thank God, number one. Mm -hmm. Thank y'all, number two. But I appreciate you. Yep, no problem. Well, thank you, Sue, and congratulations on your win. Thank you. Yep. I'm here with your 2023 West Virginia MBHA Youth 2D Champion, Haley Van Meter. Congratulations, Haley. Thank you. I'm happy to be back. We said we might, I might be back last night, and I am happy to be back. Yes, that is awesome. Um, I think 
you know, it's it's really cool to get to hear from you one day, but two, man, you had a good weekend. So, especially <laughs> on a different horse. So, yes. take us to your run and um, walk us through that and let us know how that went. Well, the first row, Bachchan always does everything himself, basically. I just have to sit there and hang on, basically. <laughs> um, he's a lot easier to ride than my other mare. Um that certainly makes it nice. <laughs> yes. It wasn't as fast as I had hoped it would be, but he stayed consistent all weekend, and I'm super proud of him. Awesome. So um, tell us his name and a little bit about him, where you got him from, how long you guys have had him. Uh, I think I think my mom got him when he was three or four, and he's 14 now. Um. I just started running him at the end of last year, not consistently. We just started running consistently this year. His registered name is Chexie's Coda Boy. Awesome. So, um, did you guys do the training yourself, or was he already trained? Yeah, my mom trained him for, like, three or four years, I think, and... Um, Eric Newman ran him for, I think, 2019 and 2020 season. Very cool. Um, well, I know how much he means to you guys, and I'm sure that this was a special win for not only you, but your mom and dad, too, so. Yes, definitely, and the cool prizes make, they make up for it, too. Yes. I was, <laughs> I was super proud of him, and I never... I always end up in the cracks, so. Not today. And, and, and like you said, um, there was some awesome awards, so it was a good day to do it. Yes, definitely. Um, is there anyone that you want to thank or anything else you want to say? I just want to thank everybody for helping keep him sound because it, it, everybody know, everybody that knows him or my family knows that he is kind of difficult. <laughs> and um, my mom for training him and letting me run her horse, <laughs> of course. Well, thank you so much, Haley. Um, again, congratulations and... Um... Hopefully, we'll see you back in the winner's circle next year. I hope so, and thank you. To conclude this podcast, we wanted to speak with the woman of the weekend to get behind the scenes on exactly what it takes to pull off a production of this caliber. We are here with the West Virginia MBHA State Director, Coriana Spinks. We wanted to take a few minutes and touch base with her and get as good of an inside look as we could on what it takes to produce a show like this, what, how she prepared and how she was able to pull that off. So, um, Coriana, can you tell us how long you've been the state director? Five months. Wow. Five <laughs> months. This is a pretty good show to pull off in five months time. Yeah. And so as far as fundraising and things like that go, did you have money to start with? Did you have to pull it all together or how did that I had zero dollars. I had nothing in debt from the past. I pulled together a fundraiser. I had a friend give me a good deal on a beef. I bought a hog off of Bobby Fraley and I fed them all all summer to do a raffle. I had a gun donated to me at cost and I had a cooler that I bought and I had each district give me three things to put in said cooler for this raffle that we did yesterday. Wow. We sold roughly 14 hundred tickets. I, I had about 150 left unsold when I came here and I think I sold about 50 when we got here. That's very impressive. So about how much does a show like this take um, in fundraising dollars to pull off? Uh, to pull off the awards that we had here, uh, the best ever stuff, the guest buckles, Molly's buckles, Circle Y saddles, um, and rent of the facility and everything here, I probably had about 30000 in it. Wow. I think that should give everybody uh, maybe a little eye-opening into what goes into a show like this and why it's so important um, to help get sponsors. I mean, every little bit helps. So maybe now you, that you guys have an idea of what it costs, um, maybe you'll, you know, everybody will 
try to get one extra sponsor next year maybe <laughs> well my hope is this year went great and i hope everybody had a good time i heard lots of positive things yep. and i hope they tell their friends and i hope next year it's a sixty thousand dollar show yes but i did what i could do in five months well i think um <laughs> it was pretty impressive the awards were fantastic um i don't think anybody should be disappointed with that no, and I had no doubts that you could pull it off. I, I have told several people, but when Timmy and I were asked, you know, word was going around we were getting a new state director and who who we thought it was going to be and things like that. Not that our opinion matters, but just a testament of how I knew you could do it. We said, well, there's only one person we know that can pull off the fundraising and everything in about four months, and that's Coriana Sphinx. So. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Good job, Coriana. I want to say from the bottom of my heart and the West Virginia MBHA members, we appreciate you so much. It was such a nice show, and we thank you. Thank you. It means a lot. Is there anybody that you want to thank? or My grounds crew, they worked their tail off this weekend to keep the ground perfect. I've had so many compliments that the ground has been the best it's been in years, and I, I truly appreciate that. My office staff, my arena help, everybody that jumped in. I walked around myself and picked up trash, and some little kids saw me, and they got a trash bag, and they climbed under the bleachers and picked up trash for me. So I just I greatly appreciate everybody that come together to help me pull this off. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Coriana. See you next year. <laughs> We're really glad that we could take you guys with us this weekend, and we hope this gave you a little glimpse behind the scenes of what this sport takes and exactly what it means to all of us. I hope everyone understands how lucky we are to have someone who cares so much about the sport and works her ass off to bring great prizes to her members. I've been coming to the state show for close to 20 years, and I have to say that this has been one of the smoothest running shows with some of the best prizes. Coriana, you did a very, very, very good job. And Holly and I just um, want to thank you for kind of letting us, I guess, step on your toes and, and do these interviews. So we definitely, definitely, definitely applaud you for a job well done. Thanks for listening to our podcast where we're not so rich, not so famous, but, but we're, we're all, all trying, trying to be. be.